So if you are a sole prop or a partnership making over $50,000 in profit right now, or you're getting close to that number, this episode is exactly what you need. Welcome to What Your CPA Wants You to Know, a podcast for business owners and those planning to make the jump into entrepreneurship. If you're thinking, I've got a great business idea, but what's next? This podcast is for you. I'm Carson Sands. And I'm Taryn Sands. And together, we started our CPA firm. We've grown exponentially over the past six years. I'm a CPA with over 10 years of experience helping people start and grow their businesses. And I'm an MBA with a specialization in marketing and entrepreneurship. Follow along as we share the ins and outs of running a business while keeping your family and sanity intact. And how to save tax dollars without breaking any IRS rules or triggering a painful audit. We're here to share everything your CPA wants you to know. In a fun and easy to understand way. Let's get started. Let's do it. This episode is one that we've been planning for months, but really since we started this podcast, we knew we needed this particular episode. And if you follow us on Instagram, you know that we talk about this concept often and we try to educate as many people on this strategy as possible. Yes, this is a tax change that everyone should make when their business hits around the $50,000 profit mark. Now, when we say profit point, we mean on your tax return. So if you aren't sure, take a look at your last tax return and see what your net profit was for your business. Today, we want to explain what you should do if your profits are over $50,000 and why you should do this. Now, the short answer here is to save money. This strategy will help save you tax dollars every single year, not just the year you make the change. So it really, really pays off in the long run. This episode will help you understand how this change to your business will save you money. It is a little tricky to understand if you are new to all this, but we're going to explain it in a way everyone can understand by translating the crazy IRS jargon for you. Before we get started, uh, let's just make it clear this is completely legal. It's a very legitimate tax strategy that everyone should do when they reach this point of their business. We aren't suggesting anything questionable, just that when you hit the $50,000 profit mark, you should be looking to switch your business to an S-corp or at least asking your CPA to discuss this with you. Yes, we're not here to put anyone in jail. This is completely legal, and so many people use this strategy. I do want to quickly explain the tax entities, since what we're planning here is a switch in tax entities. Now, the IRS has four tax entities, which are sole proprietorship, partnership, S-corporation, and C-corporation. Every single business in the U.S. must pick one of these entities. Now, each of these entities are taxed differently, which is why they matter and why we're talking about them on the podcast today. Now, if you're thinking, wait, I didn't even pick an entity, then you are automatically a sole proprietorship if you are the sole owner of the business or you and your spouse are the owners. So you don't necessarily have to file anything for this you're automatically placed as a sole proprietorship. 
Now, you can file an LLC for your sole proprietorship, but you don't have to. So some people get confused about that. If you started a business and it's just you, then you are a sole proprietorship. And if you started a business with a partner that's not your spouse, then you're a partnership. So once again, a partnership might have filed for an LLC in their state, but they are a partnership for tax purposes unless they've intentionally elected to be a C-Corp or an S-Corp. An LLC isn't one of the tax entities because each of these entities could technically be an LLC for legal purposes and a different entity type for tax purposes. We see this confusion a lot, but it is important to know that the IRS entities don't have anything to do with the legal LLC. So if you want more information about an LLC, check out episode number nine, where we explain how they work and if you need one for your business. We won't be discussing C-Corps here or on the podcast often because that tax entity is for very large, complex businesses and C-Corps are double taxed. That means that the business is taxed on the profits and then the owners turn around and pay taxes on the profits again. So that double taxation makes this entity one that we would almost never recommend. If you are in that situation, then you're already working with a good attorney and a good CPA that is advising you for a reason that we won't talk about on this podcast. Fun fact though, the C-Corp is the only business tax entity that pays income tax itself. Did you know that? What this means is that when you file a tax return for any other entity, like a partnership or an S-Corp, you will never owe taxes when you file that tax return. And we see that confusion a lot when we send over a business tax return. The owner wants to know how much is due with the tax return. The answer is zero. Now, that's because the business does not pay taxes. The owners of the business pay taxes on the business income on their personal tax return. So the owners don't know how much they will owe in taxes until their personal tax return is filed. And if you file an 1120S, For an S-Corp, you won't pay taxes. And if you file a 1065 for a partnership, you will not pay taxes at the time of the filing. That is very important to know if you're a business owner, and it does help explain the strategy that we're discussing today. The way you're going to save money in taxes is by understanding how tax entities are taxed and how this change will change your taxes due. The entities that we often switch to an S-Corp are sole proprietorships and partnerships. So if you are a sole prop or a partnership making over $50,000 in profit right now, or you're getting close to that number, this episode is exactly what you need. If you have a partnership or sole proprietorship, you are paying regular income taxes on your business profits, and you are paying self-employment taxes on those profits. So you're paying two types of tax. Many people don't realize this. So let's say you're in the 22% tax bracket. You're going to be paying that regular income tax and self-employment taxes. If you want to see how much you paid in self-employment taxes last year as a sole proprietorship or a partnership, you can look at page two of your tax return on line 23. That will show you what you are paying in self-employment taxes and what you could potentially be saving every single year by switching to an S-Corp. 
So what is self-employment tax? Well, it's a 15.3% tax on business income from a partnership or sole proprietorship. The 15.3% tax is a way for the IRS to make sure business owners are paying in their portion of Social Security and Medicare taxes, 12.4 for Social Security and 2.9 for Medicare. If you don't own a business, you pay this tax a little at a time all year long on your paycheck. You can see those numbers reflected on your W-2 every year. However, if you own a business and don't run payroll, which you don't usually on a sole proprietorship or a partnership, then you aren't paying in Social Security and Medicare all year long. So the IRS put this on your tax return to make sure business owners pay this in once per year all at once. So the big way the S-Corp saves you taxes is by eliminating the self-employment tax because S-Corps do not pay self-employment tax. That's awesome, right? But why is that? Let's explain that. The reason is that the IRS requires you to pay yourself, the owner of the business, a salary if you have an S-Corp. So if you switch to an S-Corp, you will have to set up payroll with a salary for yourself. This can be a big drawback for some because running payroll and filing payroll reports can be a pain in the butt, and a little confusing if you've never done it before. That's why if you are under the $50,000 in profit mark or maybe right there at it, it may not be worth it to deal with it quite yet. But if you are well over that mark, it's worth the hassle to do payroll because the savings are so big every single year. So the reason you would save tax dollars by switching to an S-Corp is because you are eliminating those self-employment taxes. That's the simple part. There's some more things to understand about this strategy that I want to touch on. Number one, you'll be paying payroll taxes on the salary portion that you pay yourself, which payroll taxes are also 15.3%. So you will be paying about the same amount in taxes on that portion of your income. The business will pay payroll taxes on your salary, but you are also able to take out owner distributions in addition to your salary. And those distributions are not subject to self-employment tax or payroll tax. Okay, so let's say a business has $100,000 in profit. If they convert to an S-Corp, let's just say they pay themselves a $50,000 salary and take $50,000 in owner distributions. In that scenario, the $50,000 portion that comes out as distributions has no 15.3% tax added to it. So this person just saved... $7,650 in self-employment taxes. And remember, this is every single year, so it does add up quickly over time. Who doesn't want to save $7,000 every year? Right. So we want to give you a quick example from our book. If you want to check out our book, it's called What Your CPA Wants You to Know About Starting a Business. You can go to our website to purchase that at whatyourcpawantsyoutoknow.com, and I'll definitely put that in the show notes as well. But in that book, we have an example, and we're going to share that today. Here is how an S-Corp will save you money in taxes over a sole proprietorship or a partnership if you made $100,000 in profit. And this example is based on a single taxpayer with no dependents. The sole proprietorship would report the $100,000 of profit on Schedule C of his or her personal tax return. 
the tax on that $100,000 of income would be $10,065 of income tax and $14,130 of self-employment tax for a grand total of $24,195 of tax owed. Okay, well then what would a partnership pay in that same scenario? The partners in a partnership would pay the same amount of taxes on $100,000 of profit as the sole proprietorship, $24,195. And that's because they're also required to pay both income and self-employment tax on that amount. The only difference is that the amount would be split up between the partners because they are also splitting the profits. And finally, let's see what the S-Corp would pay in this scenario. With $100,000 in profit, the S-Corp could split the income into $50,000 of wages and $50,000 of distribution income on the K-1. Now you can discuss the split with your CPA, but this is a common split. And the total income tax would be 11627 but there would be no self-employment taxes. Instead, the payroll taxes on the $50,000 of wages would be $7,650. So the grand total of taxes owed would be $19,277. So comparing the partnership and sole proprietor tax of $24,195, the S-Corp would save you about $5,000 per year in taxes. If we did the same example, but with $200,000 in profit, the savings would be about ten dollars to $20,000 in tax savings every year. And that's why we love the S-Corp so much. Who doesn't want to save $10,000 every single year? Now, SANS CPA is an S-Corp for this very reason, and we help many businesses switch to S-Corps every single year. If you're wondering why your CPA didn't tell you about this strategy, here's our guess after helping many people make the switch. A CPA must have the heart of a teacher if he or she wants to help their clients convert to an S-Corp. You can't just convert a client's business to an S-Corp and throw them out to sink or swim. It takes a lot of teaching and coaching and conversations to ensure that they're comfortable with the new requirements, and that they understand how this change saves money. And you just listened to an entire podcast episode to help you understand the strategy, and you will likely need to listen to next week's episode too, so you can understand how to implement this in your business. So it really is a lot to learn about the forms and requirements for someone who has never run a business with payroll requirements. And most CPAs don't want to spend that time or at least that's our guess, or maybe they don't know about the strategy. And there's some that are just naysayers, and they'll say, well, it doesn't really help you until you make at least 50000 and that's true, we say that too, or, oh, and then once you get over a certain income level, it's, it's really not as beneficial on the tax savings because blah, blah, blah. Yes, those are all true facts. But the, the real fact is that almost every single business falls into the income range where it is beneficial. Yeah, if you're making over half a million dollars a year in profit, it might not be as helpful for you, but that's not most people. Most of us will benefit from this strategy. And that doesn't mean you won't save money every single year. It just means that you won't save as much as someone making less. Right. The reason for that is just because you start bumping your salary up into the social security threshold, but you're still saving on Medicare taxes and and some other things. So, and the Medicare tax, there is no cap on it. They tax you on that forever. 
no matter how much you make. In fact, if you make over a certain amount, they increase the Medicare tax instead of doing away with it. Like Taryn just mentioned, we'll have another episode next week where we will discuss the steps to switch your business to an S-Corp with much more detail on the process. We first wanted to provide an episode to hopefully explain the reason this strategy saves you money. You know, it's very important to know why and how this works if you're planning to use it. So I hope we did a good job of explaining that here. If you want to catch next week's episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss that episode. And will you please do us a favor if you are learning something from us on this podcast? Please share our episode with a friend or share your favorite episode on your social media. That's how we keep this little podcast growing. And real quick before we sign off, Taryn puts a lot of time into creating this podcast. I know you hear my voice on most of the episodes, but not all of them. And you hear Taryn on every single episode, but what you don't hear or see is how much work goes into making a podcast, editing out all of my stupidity, and whenever I say silly things or don't sound as smart as I want to sound, uh, you don't see or hear that part, but that part takes a lot longer than just sitting here recording some great tax ideas. So everyone show her some love, leave us a review, and tell her how great of a job she's doing. Well, thank you for that. I do work really hard on this podcast, recording and planning the episodes and editing, and I love putting out all of these episodes. So I would love to hear what y'all are liking most about our podcast. Thank you so much for learning something with us today. Please join us for next week's episode of What Your CPA Wants You to Know podcast. This podcast is intended to provide accounting and tax information for educational purposes only. All tax situations are unique and should be handled with the assistance of a tax professional. 